A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Today's guest is my friend Rob Paravillion. He's been my friend for 20 years, and he's a comedian and a musician. Please rate and review the show on iTunes and enjoy. Welcome to Sick Unseemly Questions. I am your host, Victor Bernardo. This is my sidekick, Dave Rosinski. Hey, We're everybody. We're ready to do this. Hey, yeah, everybody. Yeah. And uh, our guest today is Rob Pervonian. Thanks for coming in. Welcome Thank you for the show, Rob. I'm excited to be here. I'm ready to get unseemly. On the couch, uh, we've got uh, our studio audience, which is Anthony Capper. Hey. Hi, Anthony Capper. Hi, uh, Lucas Connolly. And Cody Clark. One and all. (laughs) Super super excited day all up. All right. So let's get to your very first question. Oh, my. Uh, Jumping right in. uh, The rules of the show is that uh, I'll ask you six unseemly questions at the end of every question. I will ring the bell. If I like your answer, you can either answer the question or deflect question either way as long as it's entertaining i don't care um and at the end of the show no matter how many bells you get i will decide whether or not it is worth giving you five dollars to be on the show yeah yes All right. i want that five dollars okay and your question number one is how <laughs> far would you travel for a date I think if it were promising, I, I could even go cross country, depending on across uh, what country? Across this country, the the best right, country. Be clear. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you know, I could. I'll go to Europe. I don't care. Yeah, you, you we know. have listeners in Europe, and they think we're in their country. Hello, Europe. Hit Hello, Norway. <laughs> Hello, Sweden. Dave, I'm gonna have to ask that Good. you let the contestant answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In Europe, though, it's easier to go across country because the countries are smaller. So, um, But to answer your question, your yes. follow-up question, the Tinder distance. I haven't been on Tinder in about a year, but I think I had it set at maybe 10 miles. Oh, ten, wow. but, well, 10 miles is Whoa. a small country to travel across. Is that too across. much? Yes, that's well, I don't, so much. I don't go on Tinder that often. Also, well, but there's a difference between you and Lucas. You have a car, Lucas does not. I, okay? I don't have a car anymore. Right. No, I, oh, but you used to have a car. I used to have a car. No, I used so to. So how are you going to travel across country? Well, I figured they'll come into this city and hang out with. No, you me. said you'd be willing to travel from New York to the other side, which is California. Right. right. Well, I'll just do what. How I, are you going to get there? As I saw in my uh, my favorite movie, The Sure Thing, I'll 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 hitch a ride with uh, Tim uh, Robbins. Okay, and, and so then what, get what's a, the what's the ETA on that? Four days. <laughs> Five days? Yeah. How come neither of you are mentioning planes? I was waiting for him to say plane. What? Why are you mentioning Tim Robbins? <laughs> the movie The Sure Thing, John Cusack goes across country and um, Daphne Zuniga was in it. Um, anyone remember this film? How old are you? <laughs> That's another, this is another reason why I'm not on, uh, why my Tinder on on. Tinder uses your Facebook information. When I signed up for Facebook, I said I was in my 80s to throw off their data mining and stuff. So my yeah. Tinder profile says I'm 89 years old. I'll yeah. tell you why there's Very no bell creepy. on that question. It is because of Dave. Dave ruined that question and answer. There was, he, he interrupted you so much, he screwed up your answer. <laughs> I asked very no pertinent bell. questions. I don't know. You just, in relation you, to distance, you could have gotten the bell, and, and his first bell is a failure because of you, Dave. That's all right. I wouldn't I, give him the bell. I, I clearly don't think he's traveling across the country for a date. Uh, huh? It's like, when do you want to meet up? In two weeks? 
That, is that the it's girl? Not, yeah. Saying, <laughs> when do you want to meet up in two weeks? Yeah, it's just not. She's like from Brooklyn too, right? Yeah, all she's these characters are from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you want to go out sometime or what? <laughs> we hey. met in Mr. Carter's class. Yeah. His voice is the most is the opposite of what I think is attractive. <laughs> all right, that hurts. Uh, uh, I'm gonna tell my mother you said that. Uh, <laughs> That was Lucas Connolly with a zinger from the couch. <laughs> um, so, Rapper Ronan, you are a comedian yes. and musician. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping there was more there. Yeah, but no, yes. you're a comedian and a musician. And you've, actually, you've actually you do a lot of cool stuff. Like, I mean, I, I think that depending on how far withdrawn you, people are from you, uh, it depends what they know you for. Because, like, people who barely, barely know you know you for Papa Bell. Right. Which is uh, the... Uh, thing you did on youtube that got like a bajillion hits right yeah how many is a bajillion in real numbers i think it's around 14 right now 14 million yeah it's a lot of hits you're actually uh doing the recording coming up yeah i'm doing a live uh concert recording uh november 13th in brooklyn and then the album hopefully will be coming out in january 2019 if these dates are pertinent pertinent to you out there depending on when you're listening to this but yeah, so um, all these years I've done like a bunch of studio albums and I've put together live tracks to sell CDs, you know, of live tracks, but I've never recorded one full show with the intent of it being like a live album. So I'm so really excited. It's like the first time I'm actually doing at a the, full at concert. At your live concert recording, are you going to have any special guests? I'm going to have two special guests. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of Ophira Eisenberg. She's oh, very yeah. funny. It's and amazing. another guy named Victor Varnado. Oh my God, <laughs> it's me. And anybody else? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have a guy there with cue cards uh, named Dave, and if I forget stuff, he's gonna ask me questions really loudly. And <laughs> That's a coincidence. <laughs> well, yeah, November thirteenth. I'm gonna, this this show's gonna go up before November thirteenth. We'll, we'll come to my as show as we can. Shapeshifter Lab in Gowanus, Brooklyn. That could awesome. Um, it is time for question number two. All right. Uh, question number two is very simple. Uh, if you have 15 million hits on one video, how come you're not a YouTube star? <laughs> you know, these were early hits. You know, I think there's like inflation or deflation, I think. Or no, I think it should be inflation because back then I thought hits were... Basically, YouTube has changed a lot, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah, now like the, the people... Like the things that get a million hits are like kids opening up toys and playing with them and reviewing toys or like, you know, makeup tutorials and stuff. And uh, yeah, I put up... I have... I have like 26,000 subscribers now. I don't know how many of those are real because when they, you know, YouTube started, but before they merged with Gmail and Google and stuff, like uh-huh. people had YouTube accounts that were separate from their Gmail account. So I don't know how many are active right now because I put up a new video and I'm happy to get like four or 500 views on it. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, I technically have all these subscribers, but I don't know how they're doing their algorithms, I think. And there's just so many more videos up there now that just everything gets lost in the wash i guess but yeah i don't know but i don't consider myself a youtuber as like that's considered nowadays because now when you think of youtube star you think of like logan paul or you think of you know those kind of people the way you're talking you sound like an actual youtube old timer i feel like a crusty curmudgeonly <laughs> you don't remember what it was like in 2007 on youtube they had one front page with all the videos on it yeah <laughs> remember when computers are made of wood <laughs> yes I remember encoding into real player format and putting it up on AOL. <laughs> That's that was great improvisation from the both of you. Uh, <laughs> let me break it down. He was doing old, old old YouTube character. You came in, you added in, Dave, and your ad was "Remember, remember when computers, computers were made, made of wood. wood," which Rob was like, 
why the hell did he say that? <laughs> so being an improviser, he goes, yes, and then completely ignored it <laughs> and moved forward with his original rant. Right. And then we talked about it unnecessarily for an extra five minutes. But the, Whoa, that sounds like a slide against me. No, I would never. The first Apple was made out of wood, though, wasn't it? The first Apple computer, the Maybe. Apple One, Wozniak. Was yeah, Wozniak, was it? like, handmade him out of wood. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That, is, that is a weird fact. Is it true? <laughs> I think so. Anyone? He made a yeah, okay. We got, we, got a, we got a second from the gallery. Who, who seconded it? I second it. The short thing is a great movie, and that was the uh, thank you. The wooden uh, computer. That was wow. Oh, I see. That I can't even. I can't. I don't even know why. <laughs> why did he do that? I can't believe was I guessed that correctly. <laughs> it's you know he pulled it out of the universe's ether. Those those Apple ones are expensive now, right? They're still mm-hmm. selling on the secondary market as like uh, collectibles. Yeah, yeah one right. just auctioned. For how, what do they go for now? I, it was in the hundreds of thousands. <laughs> hundreds of thousands. That's why I'm bringing it up because it's because it actually it still works. Always it with the works. numbers, Dave. Wow. Always with the numbers. Putting a price right. tag on everything. I enjoyed that. We meandered. I still had a good time. <laughs> Excellent. I'm giving Great you the bell for that question. All right. Cha-ching. It is time for question number three. Oh man, flying through this. A lot of people don't know that you also toured for a little bit with George Carlin. I did. Yeah, which is awesome. What is the uh, weirdest thing you experienced while touring with George Carlin? And if he's in the story, (laughs) even better. Let's see. The weirdest. Well, that's a there's so many vivid things because basically he um, he would get to the gigs himself. So I had to get myself to the gigs. And so we didn't like travel in a bus together. He had a like a, a. chartered jet and like if it was anywhere on the east coast he would fly back to new york right right after the show and i so i would see him at all the different shows Mm -hmm. um so the traveling was weird um there was a time so we were doing one gig we were in columbia missouri at the university of missouri and we had two shows there so it was cool because we had more time to hang out but we had time to hang out between the shows and you know chat a little bit and that was like in the middle of this run i did about 12 shows all together with him so it was in the middle of the run so i knew him so what was the age difference like when you guys are hanging out i mean that it 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 affects sometimes how people interact like was he a lot older than you or yeah he was so this was back in 2007 2008 he was about 70 or 71 and back then i was uh, was i 40 yeah, I was around forty. So uh-huh. he's yeah, he's about he's like you know my parents' age. Um, his manager was uh, it reminded me a lot of my dad and his dad's and my dad's friends. I think he's uh, like like a Lebanese American, but like first generation. So he like had that sort of Rat Pack gregarious, you know. I don't know. He was a cool dude. I so I did like hanging out with him, and we we chatted a bit. Um, but yeah, he didn't you know didn't hang out after shows or anything because he he would either get back to the hotel room or get back to either L.A. or New York every night. But there was so at the show after uh, Columbia, we had a show the next night in um, Louisville, Kentucky. And so what I had done, I, I flew to Kansas City and rented a car and drove to Columbia, Missouri, which is like two hour drive or something. And then I was going to return the rented car, fly from Kansas City to Louisville and meet up with them the next night. So in between shows, I had a, was sitting there talking with uh, the manager, uh, this guy, Jerry. And he's like, oh, yeah, how are you getting to Louisville tomorrow? I'm like, oh, I rented a car. I got to return it to the airport, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll see you all there. I was like, oh, are you sure you got to return the car? Because we could, we could take you tonight, <laughs> and they were going to go in the freaking chartered jet. And uh, I didn't want to I, I didn't want to leave the rent a car. Like, I would have had to, like, I don't know. I don't even know what. 
how I would have gotten it back. I would have had to turn it into a different office. They would have charged me a bunch of money or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I got to return the rent a car to Kansas City. And he's like, oh, well, we'll get you some other time. And and then he died like two months later, and there was no other time. So I never got to go on the jet. But I came this close to being able to ride on a jet with him. With George yeah. Carlin. Yeah. And then, the, the, and then when you didn't seize that opportunity... It went away. It was forever. gone forever. I think that's what killed him. He's like, you know, Parvoni <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> Murderer. <laughs> he didn't want to ride with us. <laughs> so I'm sorry, America. <laughs> that was a bittersweet story. The bell is yeah. for his wings. <laughs> oh yes, that was a well-deserved bell for sure. And honestly, if you have regret about the situation, you have to think like, what would you have done with the car? How would you have gotten back? And yeah. what if you lost the car? And yeah, he did the responsible thing. Yeah, stupid responsibility. Like you know, and I you know, I always just no, I got to turn it back. It's the right thing. you know. I'm sure there was you know whatever it was, Enterprise or Hertz, an office somewhere in Columbia. I could have ditched it, but it, you know would have cost several hundred bucks. But still, what do you think was going on on that plane? Not not much. He wasn't. He yeah. there, there wasn't a lot of loud partying or anything. You don't think it was like his last orgy? <laughs> <laughs> then I'm really glad I didn't take that flight. <laughs> As I said, they were in their 70s. <laughs> uh, I, I, we gave you the bell already. It's time to move on to the next question. All that right. was a great answer. Thank you so oh, thank very you. much. All right. No, thank you, guys. All right. Question number four. Fork. Has someone else ever called you a hero? I Did you don't ever? think so, no. Um, I mean, I think of myself as, you know... Not a hero. No, uh, I don't. Nobody's called you a hero. No one's called you a superhero. And I'm you don't a, want I'm to a, tell I can't us? believe you. I can't believe you failed this question so bad. Well, I'm I was up, about. Yeah, I, I think I know you. I, someone. Yeah, no, it's too late now that uh, you thought. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yes, you know for a fact someone has called you a hero, and you. I don't even know why you didn't think of this story. But I mean, please tell the story, even though you've lost the belt. I think it makes him more of a hero. Yeah. Personally, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. That really, works. It works right. for me. You can confuse everyone with the multiple use of the bell. You don't yeah. overrule people with the bell. I can overrule myself. What are you talking about? I'm just saying the bell. It's very confusing. You make. You know what? It's like you, you gave him the bell for the, right? the answer being right. Yeah, the bell. The bell is confusing. Well, you can't just use the bell for like multiple things. You can't understand the bell. The bell is an extension of my id. There's no way you can ever get. I get. It. I get it's your id. <laughs> it it's a story in edinburgh scotland and um i was there for a, a week and a half doing splitting an hour show with uh, a friend of ours a friend of mine uh, liam mcanini and um this this night at this uh i think they call them wankers over there uh had was trying to get in his face and just really aggravated with him and just at the bar they were talking and you could tell this guy was being really sort of so aggressive. Some guy was just trying to fight Yes, Liam like trying to instigate something and I didn't know, you know, they, they Liam told me afterwards that it is something that started like a day before after a show where like some, he said something rude to a performer and Liam tried to, you know, back the performer up a little bit but yeah, the guy was drunk and was like sort of doing that thing where he gets in your face and trying to get trying to get Liam pissed off and then they stepped outside and I, I went outside with them just to like, and I hung back just to like sort of keep an eye on it. Not like I knew what I was going to do if something happened. So you were out there, you went out to protect your friend. That yeah. was like the idea. Yeah. And okay. then they did the same thing. And like Liam's trying to talk him down and the guy's like still trying to like, just he's drunk and he's trying to start something. And then the guy goes away and, um, 
And so Lee and, my, and I like start walking away and he's trying to explain to me what's going on. And then out of nowhere, the guy just runs up, gets right in his face and headbutts him really hard and knocks his glasses off. And it made like just, and you know, I was a little drunk at the time too, but yeah, it, it made that sound like, he hit, <clears throat> excuse me, he hit Liam. Yeah. He, he headbutted, headbutted him like Liam. right square in the, right in the middle of his face and made that weird sort of popping sound that like skulls yeah, make head, when they hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it Headbutting, just, I feel is like a regional first move in a Yeah. Fight. Apparently people in high, uh, in <laughs> Scotland, like, do this all the time it's like high-fiving to them i didn't you know but because soccer <laughs> but yeah so in like just you know he did that and i before i could think i i grabbed him and threw him down on the ground as hard as i could and just started screaming i don't even remember what i was saying stuff like get the hell out of here you know mm. get away and then his wife who's a comedian by the way and he's involved in the comedy industry too over there uh she's uh gets you know gets him up as he gets off the ground sort of gets him up and hustles him away as i'm just screaming my head off at them and uh yeah like Somehow in throwing him down, my, I realized my shoulder like hurt really, really bad. Wow. And I had ended up dislocating my shoulder in the process, and I had to go to the emergency room that night and have it put back in. Here it is. Question number five. Uh, what's the best inside joke you've ever been a part of? It's the best inside joke oh, you've ever man. been a part of. Uh, I think it would have to be... Uh, a group of friends that call ourselves the Lindsay Milligan fan club that I've thanked in a lot of my liner notes. And they're the only ones who know why, <laughs> why that is. No, they're not. I also know why that is. <laughs> um, I don't know. No, you don't know. It's an inside joke. But we know what it's about. Uh, we're not going to spoil the inside joke. We're just going <laughs> to let it hang there. But just know that yeah. we know something that you have nothing to do with. No, see. right. It's me and everyone who's listening to this, too. So See, that's a perfect right. inside joke because only two of the seven people in the room are enjoying it. Exactly. The rest are just confused and checking their phones. Yeah. Yeah. Googling. Oh, man. that's I forgot. You can Google things now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the future where we are. Well, here's the thing. Is that a, is that a clue to the Lindsay <laughs> no. Milligan fan club? Googling it the is future. it is not and unfortunately also you're not going to get a bell on that uh, question um, uh, the reason being is because uh, it, it was not new information to me it was, uh-huh. I, I didn't I it was actually an inside thing that I actually knew about but, are uh, you in this fan club uh, not sort of I'm sort of sort of part of the whole Lindsay <laughs> Did Milligan you have fan a club different- thing a different inside joke in mind that you know that I've done that you no, were thinking No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I, was going, I was hoping you'd be like, well, I'm part of the Illuminati. I don't know. That, <laughs> that's high hopes. I don't know what other inside jokes. As an inside joke. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I was trying to think <laughs> of something. It's all a joke, the Illuminati. I was trying to think of something that was public. So that's something I put in liner notes of a, of a CD, whereas like, you know, every group of friends has jokes that only they know about or get you know like for example if i could do another story and you know not going for a bell or anything but i was on a podcast. thank you for not pressuring me oh excellent um so i was uh i did i did uh another podcast like a month ago and when it posted i talked about this snl sketch from like 1991 that i had remembered and um i hadn't seen it since and even on that that particular episode in syndication this sketch had gotten cut out of it it was uh, sting was hosting and was the musical guest and it was some sketch where he was a poet and he read a really sad poem about a bleak northern industrial town and like an industrial town in you know north england that was really depressing and i'm from waukegan illinois and my band right after college we were all from waukegan and whenever after gigs we'd have to drive like from chicago back up north to waukegan which is a rust belt sort of post-industrial town the the guitar player and i and the how band, long is that drive it's about an hour 
that's not yeah it's uh and so we would uh we would always sort of joke we have to go back to our bleak northern industrial town when people would like say where are you going going to waukegan where is that that's our bleak northern industrial town so that was like an inside joke for me and the guitar player in my band but like no one else really Oh. ever heard it until now oh, oh yeah. and so the reason i brought it up sorry was i so I, I mentioned that on a podcast like a month ago and someone who listened was listening had that episode on on tape on vhs tape as it aired in like 1991 because he like collected snl broadcasts so huh. he encoded it and sent me a link to it so i just last night i watched that episode in its entirety with commercials from 1991 and i got to see that sketch for the first time in how many years so that's awesome, actually. What were some That's awesome, awesome ending to the uh, story? What were some awesome '90 commercials, '90s commercials before the, we end the story? There was a cool Nike commercial that I was I, rem, I was amazed at like the graphics were better than I would have expected them to be from that era. You know, uh-huh. like I vaguely remember them. Was it like a Bo Jackson one or no? But it was that era of Nike commercials, like really fast paced, and the graphics were cool. And then there were a lot of really bad car commercials. And this broadcast was from a Chicago station, so there were mm-hmm. some local Chicago commercials, like for this. There's a a grocery store called Dominic's, which you just I only have seen in Chicago. So mm-hmm. it was one of those weird sort of, you know, triggered a lot of those. Not triggered. That's the wrong word. It it active. It reminded me of a lot of things when I was a kid. It wasn't traumatic, but it was like you see like a regional commercial like that, especially yeah. living in New York. It's like holy mm-hmm. shit, I forgot about those. Commercials. We had the Westchester County Fair. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, question number six. What is what is the biggest thing you've missed out on? Well, aside from the the jet ride with Carlin, which I still, you know, I'm sad about. Um, I don't know. I guess I on on days where I'm like not enjoying the entertainment industry, I would think of like doing anything else with with my life. As a, you know, aside from like, if I had committed this much time to a different industry or a different kind of job. You know, I would have a much. What, what do you imagine yourself doing? In that's the, the problem. I never get any farther <laughs> than that. Like I think, you know, my dad was like a public school teacher, and I I knew I didn't want to do that. No, that's a tough and job. that's also I'd probably like you know be broke still anyway. It's not something you would move to New York to do, <laughs> right? So. Um, yeah. So sometimes, but yeah, there's no there's no specific job that I think I would have been good at. I mean, I I'm. A, I consider myself a somewhat smart person, so I think I could have done well in various industries, mm-hmm. but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I still really like performing, so it's not that. But it's at the days when I think about, like, I was just, was this the wisest career choice, you know, and like financial security and health insurance and stuff like that? It's like, I should have put this time somewhere else, or I could have put this time somewhere else, and where would I be then? But, I understand that. I lost, I lost girlfriends over comedy. Like, really? Where I was there was a woman that I, that I was living with, and we were thinking we're starting to talk about getting married, and then one of her things that she said was this is very early in my career this is before i was like in movies or anything like that and so she was she had told me she was like hey you know you do such great work with computers why don't you just do that full time and stop trying to do this comedy uh, thing? And I was like, "What? You don't know me at all." Yeah, and then I had to not date her anymore. Uh, yeah. Well, when we were growing up, they kept telling us that if computers were the future uh-huh. and um you know, if we didn't learn the computer, we wouldn't be able to have any job in the future, which is probably what you mean, right? No, not at all. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we use computers Dave, in our, Dave, you know. Yes, finally. You are the sidekick. You are finally the sidekick. Dave, just checking. You just joined in on your own channel. He did. I'm into it now. He's- into it. He's believing his own hype all of a sudden. Yeah. People love hearing computers are the future. It's crazy. But no bell on the last question, so now it's time to decide whether or not you get $5. But before I uh, 
before I do that, I want to give you uh, one more chance to uh, plug your show so that everybody knows what's happening and can come on down. Oh, yeah. So the big live album taping is uh, November 13th. It's a Tuesday night at uh, Shapeshifter Lab in Gowanus, Brooklyn. And I also host uh, a monthly comedy music variety show at QED on the third Saturday of the month. Awesome. Cool. QED. What does QED stand for again? Quad Era Demonstrandum. Queen's Educational Department. All right, so it's time to decide whether or not you get $5. Uh, Dave, do you think he should get $5? Absolutely. I believe that he should because I know you're not going to want to give it to him. So. You don't so. think I'm going to want to give it to him? Every $5? time I do this little routine, they end up getting $5 uh-huh. too. <laughs> All right, so, so then, so you've so, uh, so you, you reverse your reverse psychology. What's the what's the bell count on this one? Two out of six. I wasn't actually counting bells, but I think it was was it two? It was two. You're right. All right, good well, job. And do we have any criteria on this show or any like stable setup? There is set no rules? criteria, just whether or not I think he. So again, get $5. it's up to you. It's again at your discretion. <laughs> well, I, I'm $5. obviously influenced by what people say. I can it's tell happened that, already. I, I, There's been the, the hero bell was an example. I listen to what people say. I yeah. will change my mind and throw throw out prizes. Right. I sense that you are reluctant to give him the five dollars. Why is that? Uh, you probably need it. <laughs> and, and you, just, you, you probably don't think it's worth it. You're like, I can get away with this one that, and just keep the five bucks. That could be it. That could be it. That's my that's my guess. On the uh, I could the, be wrong. in the studio audience, Anthony. What do you think? I say yes. You say yes. What do you think, Lucas? I say no. I hated that thing where he was like, we have a little secret, whatever that thing was. <laughs> right. I was saying like, that too. You guys are I, killing us. One, why, was I, why did I have to sit here while you guys oh, just talk God. about some weird secret nonsense? But that was the question. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't answer it, which is why I was like, oh. It was like, do you have any secrets? Anthony, yeah. Anthony and Lucas, I'm so sorry this show has ruined your friendship. <laughs> uh, Cody. Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, what do you uh, think? Y- yeah, give him the give him the five dollars. Absolutely, Cody. Yeah, if you, you're not Cody, scared, of- on, dude. <laughs> you thought that was good content that moment when they were just all like, "We have a secret. You want to talk about it?" No, no, that was bad. I, I don't get that time back. I agree, and I even said something about that. It's like, do you have a secret? Yes, do you? And then silence for five minutes. Well, I didn't know. It's that like, he- what are you guys t- thinking about your secret? I didn't today? know that he was going to pick a secret that night that we both knew. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. All right. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, uh, final decision. Uh, where is the fight? I have to actually pull it out before he I needs can tell to look you. at, look at it. it. Bond yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. See what the serial to. number is. Here it is. Here is. If the, there's a two and a three in the serial number. Here is the five dollars that uh, you. We can, are looking at. Oh it, man. Here's the five dollars that you can take home with you if you had actually wanted. The only reason you didn't win it is because I don't know. People get so mad about the in the uh, inside joke thing. I, I don't know what no, that was he about. He asked you that question. I it's didn't like mean to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm sorry. You brought out such anger in our audience. I can't. I had no idea. Give you five dollars. I, I understand. Do you don't want to piss off your I, audience. I said he didn't yeah. know how many bells he had. I think he should have gotten that for that. He wasn't keeping track. He was just yeah. in the moment with you guys. <laughs> uh, I think Anthony's making a very valid point. Well, it's not going to happen that way, but thank you, Anthony, for chiming in. The decision in. has I been made. 
Yeah, but I'm glad that you liked it. Anthony likes you a lot, obviously. He has, he has chimed in on your behalf and, and, twice. And how far did you travel to come here? Uh, from Prospect Heights, Brooklyn. Oh, okay. That's only four trains. Anyway, thanks for being on the show. My pleasure. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you're listening to this before November 13th and you're in New York City, Rob Pavilion is having a live album recording. Uh, you can check him out at robprocks.com and get all his information. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 